0: Let's talk a little bit about jobs. There is a new report by Manpower that says 41% of Canadian employers say they cannot find skilled people to fill jobs. You're talking a lot about politics. This fills into the politics. You know, are there people out there? Are there jobs out there? And we can't fill them. It's a little bit mind blowing as all countries try to get more people employed. Joining me is Rubina ahmed Haq, who's a personal finance expert. Rubina, welcome. Thanks for having me, Arlene. All right, is this surprising to you?
1: Not at all. I mean, the numbers really do add up. We are in Canada, our unemployment is at a 40, near a 40-year low. In January, it was at that 40-year low, and we've only sort of um, come up from that just slightly. So most people are working, but the problem is, is that a lot of people are working in unskilled jobs, And there are a lot of companies that need skilled workers. So those people with specialized skills, whether it be technical or creative, they've gone to university or college or to a technical school to obtain those skills. Those jobs, companies are saying, according to the survey, they're finding very difficult to fill. And that's why they're trying to get creative. They're either going out of the country to see if they can find people. They're looking at boomerang retirees, so people who have retired who may have those skills trying to get them back in the workforce. Um, Any other way where they can find... Um, individuals who may not be looking for a job, but try mm-hmm. to get them back into the workforce.
0: You know, this is something, though, that's been going on for a long time. It was very, I remember in this story, kind of first emerged and people were kind of had their minds blown that skilled workers were in demand. You know,
1: skilled workers, this is a good conversation to have with your young, you know, teenage Uh, child who might be thinking about what they want to do in university, this really does speak to the fact that it's so important for us to really push our children to not just go to university or college and get a general sort of education, but to really try to hone in on something and become specialized in it. We know, I know that now after 20 years in my career, that when you are specialized in any job, you tend to pick up more work because there's not as many people competing with you. And when a job does become available, you're able to say, hey, I can do that work, and there's not, as I said, not, not as much competition. What the problem is is that there's a lot of times kids aren't given or young people aren't given the right kind of guidance. They go into softer fields. They're not, you know, there's nothing wrong with going into a creative field or a softer field, but find something in it that's specialized that sort of sets you apart from the rest, and that's when you're going to be able to really capitalize on the, on the companies that are looking for these skilled workers and even speak to a career coach and say, Hey, what kind of jobs do you think will be in demand 15, 20 years from now, or even five, 10 years from now and try to, find something in there that interests you.
0: You know, they call it upskilling, reskilling. They always love these words. And for most people, they, they don't get it. Do you know what that means? Well, it really means that, say, you know,
1: so we're journalists. And all of a sudden, they might say to us, okay, now we need you to be digital journalists. So we need you to write a piece online, We mm-hmm. need to shoot a bit of video, we need mm-hmm. to edit that video on this device. I would need to be reskilled with that. Like, I would need to go on a course, learn how to do it in a way that looks professional and clean and quickly I can do it because I wouldn't be able to just pick that up. Whereas somebody maybe coming out of university, especially in a media program, would be like, ah, I know how to do that right away. So that's where the reskilling comes. in. so you can basically catch up to the young people who are now entering the workforce with these new technical skills. You don't want to be losing opportunity because there's someone, because then there becomes an imbalance. You've got young people who've got really great technical skills, but they don't have the, the years of experience that you need for someone to do a job. You've got the years of experience, but you don't have the technical skills. And that's when you get into a situation where how do you work with this problem? And that's why companies often choose to retrain or or reskill, like you said, those people that are um, very experienced.
0: And where we know? I mean, what what qualifies as we're talking about this? What qualifies as a skill? What are you know, what kind of parsing is this? Because are we saying, you know, a lot of people become lawyers and then after that they specialize and they become political lawyers or they specialize in marketing or they specialize in entertainment. But we can really apply that to any job.
1: Yeah, so I think skilled worker often refers to usually it's people who have gone to university or college or a technical school and learned a specific skill that sets them apart from the rest. So you may become a lawyer, but if you don't decide to go into something specific, maybe you're not as skilled of a lawyer that's as marketable as as someone who's gone and done something very specific and has... high knowledge of that. It's kind of, I'm not trying to make it about myself. It's kind of why I became a business journalist. Because at one point, I realized being a news reporter was very broad. And you could be put into all different types of situation. And I, I didn't really enjoy that. But being a business reporter meant that people really understood exactly what I was talking about and the point of view that I was coming from. And I could also hone my skills by taking business courses, reading business books, keeping up to date on the stock market. Those kind of things really help me kind of create this niche for myself. Not that I'm saying I'm any example of the perfect employee, but that's something that young people can think about. You know, I've graduated as a doctor. Is there something in medicine that really interests me? How can I become an expert at that? The more, sometimes people are afraid of becoming experts because they feel they'll cut out other yeah. opportunities. But the, I believe the more you become an expert, the more you can demand a higher salary, the more work will come your way, because the few jobs that do become available, you'll be the only one that can do it.
0: And, you know, you keep talking about young people. This also applies to older people in the market who are trying to get back in.
1: Well, I mean, there is definitely something called the midlife career crisis, where <laughs> around 40 to 45 People, there's surveys done all the time where this is the age where people start to question, is this what I'm supposed to be doing with my life? Should I have you know, become a baker? Should I become a writer? Should I go back to law school? Should I become a teacher? And this is a time when people might go back and retrain themselves. But don't forget about like, Recently, I interviewed someone who used to work as a law clerk, went back to school as a teacher, and is now a vice principal at a very big high school. So a really nice sort of U-turn in her life but she still talks about how the stuff she learned as a law clerk applies to her current job. So it's not that you forget about your all the skills that you've learned, but you take that knowledge and then you apply it to your new career, whatever it might be. And it just, you know, we talk about emotional intelligence a lot these days. And that's what emotional intelligence is, is that all your experiences make you into that specialized skilled worker. And if you decide to go back to school at 40, make sure that, um, you're still tapping into all the knowledge you've been learning for the last 10, 15 years in your previous career.
0: Also, when we talk about skilled, is there is there a connotation with it, certainly for the younger demographic, that skilled maybe is something that they don't realize that they have to get? I mean, you know, skilled, is it connected with the way they think that all the big jobs are out there now? Skilled has a very different meaning now.
1: It does. And this, this survey that was done by Manpower said that skilled workers across all sectors of the Canadian economy, and this is from trades to transport to sales, are all looking for specialized workers. So you might be in transport, but have a very general job, so something you could learn in a few days. But there might be someone you're working with who went to school that knows how to do something very specific on the job that you would never be able to do unless you went back and did A degree or a diploma. So that's where I think people can sort of decide whether it's a skilled worker or not. If you can learn, I mean, not to put anybody down who works at a fast food restaurant, but you can, in a couple of days, learn how to work in a fast food restaurant. That's not true for somebody that works as a tech in a medical lab. You have Mm -hmm. to go to school, you have to learn the skills, you have to make all the right kind of connections, you have to probably do an internship to prove yourself. It's a much different process. So I I believe that that's how we can try to figure out whether it's a skilled worker or not pretty easily. Because sometimes in the same building, you have skilled workers working side by side with maybe what we call general workers or general laborers. They might be even making similar salaries, but one person can find a job much more easier than the other because of the fact that they're so skilled.
0: Rabina, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you. Have a great evening. Thanks, Arlene. Rabina Ahmed Haq is a personal finance expert and we we're just talking about that manpower survey. Forty one percent of companies struggling to find job talent. So there you go. You just have to focus and adapt yourself to what they want. Arlene Vine for Alex Pearson, this is Global News Radio.